Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. We have a big show for you today. Lots and lots of videos to get to. As we look through the, the timeline, the claims, the lies, the deception, the revelations of the Biden crime family. We'll be spending quite a bit of time on that. But we're trying to zoom out and see where this fits into the larger picture. We'll, we'll get into it on the other side. I just, it's weird with all of the conspiracies now being open, we run the risk of just becoming yet another news organization. So we're going to, we're going to correct that by really zooming out and doing what InfoWars does best, which is connecting the lines, connecting the dots with the lines of corruption, manipulation, and coercion. But first, here's the latest from Greg Reese at the mercy of the big banks. Let's watch. In 1975, New York City was over $11 billion in debt, and the banks were no longer there to bail them out. Instead, the bankers made them sweat, never showed up to the meeting, and then created a committee that they controlled so that the banks could manage the city directly. This has been brilliantly documented in the Adam Curtis film, Hypernormalization. The announcement on behalf of the controller is that the offer, which we had expected to receive and announce at 2 o'clock this afternoon, is now expected at 4 o'clock. Paul, does this mean that uh, so far nobody wants those bonds? We will be making a further announcement at 4 o'clock, and anything further that I could say now I think would not advance the interest of the sale, which is now in progress. Does this mean that you have not been able to sell them so far today? We'll have a further announcement at 4 o'clock. What happened that day in New York marked a radical shift in power. The banks insisted that in order to protect their loans, they should be allowed to take control of the city. The city appealed to the president, but he refused to help. So a new committee was set up to manage the city's finances. Out of nine members, eight of them were bankers. It was the start of an extraordinary experiment where the financial institutions took power away from the politicians and started to run society themselves. That was nearly 50 years ago. And so you can be sure that the banks manage everything now. Politicians are merely their puppets, which was recently made blatantly obvious with the public display of Dianne Feinstein and her handlers. Um, you say I. Pardon me? I. Yeah. Uh, to say. I, I would like to support a yes vote on this. Um, it provides $823 billion. That's an increase of $26 billion for the Department of Defense. And it funds priorities submitted. Yeah, just say I. Okay, just... Politicians are only there to keep the people divided and distracted, and they have so far been hugely successful at that. While a cashless society, 
is slowly being built around us. Everyone is hyper-emotional about something else and focused on fighting each other, which is most certainly exactly what the banks were shooting for. Because once they get us off of cash and completely onto a digital system, then the banks will have absolute control over each and every one of us. Uh, A key difference with the CBDC is that central bank will have absolute control. It's not just about uh, digital forms of physical currency. You can have programmability, you know, um, units of central bank currency with expiry dates where the government decides that units of central bank money can be used to purchase some things, but not other things that it deems less desirable, like, say, ammunition. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Find and share that video, like all of our videos, at band.video and infowars.com. Band.video and infowars.com. At the mercy of big banks. We are back to your daily. It's Tuesday, August 1st, year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this. All right, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. Lots of stuff to discuss today. Lots and lots of videos to show you, of course. Your phone calls as well. This uh, Devin Archer testimony will be the big story for today. We'll talk about why it's a big deal, what exactly was revealed yesterday in the closed-door hearing in front of Congress. Let's talk about how this is totally unnecessary, a pointless exercise in delay, I guess, in waylaying. After all, we'll show you some videos from about three years ago of Tony Bobulinski saying exactly the same thing that Devin Archer did. Again, you have to ask if we had eyewitness testimony three years ago if that only came at the end of a long series of revelations about hunter biden well what are we doing here why are we still talking to witnesses where are the charges where's the impeachment where's the really should what should be treason charge high crimes and misdemeanors plethora of evidence for both so we'll get into it we'll get into all of it And, of course, your phone calls and so much more. Let's begin, as we do every day, with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Tuesday, the 1st of August. Can you believe that it's August already? Hunter Biden put then-VP dad Joe on the phone with business associates at least two dozen times at ex-partner Devin Archer testifies. Here's the post from InfoWars. Hunter Biden's best friend in business, Devin Archer, told House investigators that Hunter Biden included then-Vice President Joe Biden on speakerphone over 20 times with business associates to sell, quote, the brand. Archer testified that one of those calls included a dinner with uh, in China with Jonathan Lee of Bohai Harvest RST. Hunter Biden and Archer to- held their interest in the company through a shell company called Rosemont Seneca Thornton. Archer confirmed Joe Biden attended a business dinner with Hunter Biden and business associates at Cafe Milano in Washington, D.C. in 2014. Yelena Batorina, the billionaire ex-wife of Moscow's longtime mayor, also attended the dinner. 
Public investigators revealed Batarina transferred $3.5 million to Rosemont Seneca Thornton on February 14, 2014. So just a, f- a few days later, the, Biden's, uh, the Biden administration's sanction list excludes Russian oligarch Batarina, as Breitbart News reported. And in 2014, Archer and Hunter Biden both joined the board of Burisma, a Ukrainian energy company with legal challenges. As it was under investigation for wrongdoing, Burisma paid Hunter Biden $83,000 a month to sit on its board. Again, we'll get into what exactly was revealed yesterday in the Devin Archer testimony, as well as... The reaction to that and going back a little bit in time and laying out a nice little timeline for you as we've known about this forever. We've known about it forever, but we have to keep talking about it apparently because nothing is happening. Meanwhile, Bud Light distributors no longer expect sales to recover from Dylan Mulvaney disaster. Many Anheuser-Busch distributors say they're resigned to their painful Bud Light losses, and they've, they've given up on luring back disaffected customers following the Dylan Mulvaney fiasco, the Post has learned. After four months of hiring freezes and layoffs, with some beer truck drivers getting heckled and harassed even as Bud Light sales have dropped more than 25%, Anheuser-Busch wholesalers have accepted that they've lost a good chunk of their customers for good. And need to focus on a new crop of drinkers. <laughs> Ooh, a crop, huh? A crop of drinkers. Uh, sales of other Anheuser-Busch uh, beers, including Budweiser, Michelob Ultra, and Bush Light, have also been in decline since Bud Light's marketing tie-up with transgender influencer Mulvaney. What's more, these customers have likely found that Bud Light's competitors, including Coors Light and Miller's Light, are a very similar product. <laughs> yeah, they're just about the same, actually. Just about the same product. Again, not a difficult boycott to take part in. Just drink some of the other piss water. It's fine. Again, it's, you know, you sort of have to feel two ways about this, right? For one thing, it's nice to see a brand be irreparably destroyed by this mistake, sending a signal to other brands. This isn't a, well, you can just do it and it doesn't really matter. No, you do it once, it's over for good. That's nice to send that signal. But also the people that made this decision, who did this, are likely got promoted, moved on to another company, are going to do it there. They're not paying the price. Instead, it's small business owners in America that are paying the price. Unfortunate, but necessary. Then we have this story. Tennis star Yibing Wu collapses during match again just weeks after horror Wimbledon scare. Tennis star Yibing Wu has collapsed and been forced to retire at the Mubadala City DC Open weeks after he fainted while competing at Wimbledon. Yibing Wu collapsed and was forced to retire from a match. The 23-year-old tennis star has been competing at this DC Open and was into the last 64 stage and playing well before heading back to his chair. He then looked disoriented as he fell forward first into a seat and slumped over as a worried ball boy who was holding an umbrella to protect the player from the sun tried to help him up. The Chinese star has been taking on Yosuku Watanuk and was leading four to one with staff helping hold him up before choosing to lower him to the ground. So just yet another young athlete collapsing in the middle of his exercise. Just add it to the list, I guess. I guess just add it to the ever-growing and shockingly long list of seemingly extremely healthy elite athletes in their 20s or even younger 
falling over from some mysterious heart condition, whatever could it be. That'll be another story that we'll cover a little bit later as the numbers are too big to ignore with heart attacks in the 24 to 44 age group being up somewhere around 30% higher than normal following the release of the COVID vaccine. Meanwhile, Hungarian foreign minister says EU expects to fund war in Ukraine for another four years. Four years. The Hungarian foreign minister, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that name, we'll call him Peter, has claimed that the member countries of European Union are expecting it to fund the war in Ukraine for at least another four years at a cost of $5 billion per year. Well, that's a bargain. I have to say that's, a, that's an absolute bargain. America will be paying $100 billion for each one of those four years. They only have to pay five? That doesn't seem fair. In a video posted online, Peter states, the European Union thinks that there will be a war in Ukraine for another four years. How many people will die in four years? How many Hungarians will die in four years? And how much more devastation will be created in four years that someone will then have to repair? Uh, you think, what you mean to say is that Goldman Sachs and BlackRock get the opportunity to rebuild. Sorry, that's not a, that's not a negative. That's actually a, a key component in why this is going on. Comments prompted the Slovakian foreign minister to respond, Dear Peter, do not tell other people – wait, what? Please do not tell what other people think before you ask them. EU consists of 27 countries. I don't recall any debate when we said we will – said the war will continue for four years. We can – war can stop tomorrow. EU is not a problem. Russia is a problem. He added, Russians, go home. Let there be peace. 1956, referring to the year there was an anti-Soviet uprising in Hungary. That post then prompted Hungarian Minister of State Mezgner to respond, Minister Wojciechowski either has a bad short-term memory, and this is a benign assumption, or he's lying. He noted the EU foreign ministers agreed at their last meeting to propose financing arms shipments to Ukraine for the next four years at a combined cost of $20 billion. So yeah, four years of war. I mean, there's already been something like 350,000 deaths in these two years so upwards of a million dead maybe that's what they're going for maybe they're going for a million dead and uh, once they've killed a million people in this pointless exercise and devastation they'll stop but who knows i mean maybe it could be an iraq war syrian war sort of situation maybe 20 years from now ukraine is still a devastated shadow of what it once was as war ravages the entire country into some positive news on the other side so stay with us oh and then back to the negative then back to the horror negative show two of our best-selling nootropics or brain boosters are now back in stock at infowarsstore.com and for a limited time they're 50 percent off when you get them together or 40 percent off when you get them individually brain force plus and brain force ultra two separate formulas they both give you good clean energy without the crash One is a four to six hour good base of clean energy, again, with no hangover or letdown. And the other is a very special proprietary formula, that's Brain Force Ultra, that hits really, really quick. And I love it. It wears off in two to three hours. So if I've got to work at night but don't want to stay up all night, I can take it at, say, nine o'clock at night. Got to stay up till midnight working, doing a radio interview or something, and boom, or, or, or writing an article or writing a book, and then I get... Two, three hours of energy, and then you go right to bed after it. Brain Force Ultra, Brain Force Plus, both 50% off by themselves or 40% off individually. 
A lot of people love these products. They've got five-star reviews. But if you haven't tried them, you really should. 50% off InfoWarsStore.com. When I tell you we have the ultimate bone broth, hands down, this is the most concentrated, high-quality bone broth there is. Concentrated chicken broth, patented amazing. Then a huge dose of chaga mushroom, a massive dose of bee pollen, a gigantic dose of highest-quality turmeric, and then it just gets crazier from there. It's about to sell out. We haven't had it in stock for years. This first new run is about to sell out. Get it discounted right now. 40% off at InfoWorkTour.com and it funds our operation. And once you get addicted to it, once you get blown away by it, once you feel your joints, your energy, your stamina accelerate, then become a regular customer for Bone Broth, InfoWorkTour.com. Whatever you do, spread the word about InfoWars, about the live show, and about all the other great products because these are great products. They empower your life, plus they fund our operation. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. We're selling out Ultimate Bone Broth at InfoWarsStore.com. 40% off, about to sell out. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at Band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The American Journal. to discuss today everything from Devin Archer testimony with Joe Biden to the future plans for the Ukraine war to the WHO and the WEF's schemes to keep you enslaved in their neo-feudal system forever. I also want to talk a little bit about boycotts it's weird. There's, it's like boycotts. It's taken a similar trajectory as protest, right? I talked about this uh, yesterday or maybe on Friday. I think it was Friday. Where, it, like, there are these. It's it's hard to explain. There are these forms of activism that came about naturally in human communities that have been like inverted and weaponized. So like theoretically a protest is a nonviolent, you know, expression of something where you've got a bunch of people that they aren't having their story told. They're being abused by some power structure. They come together, they wave signs, they make noise. And the idea is that by doing that, you get attention uh, the media wants to cover it. They ask you, what are you here? What are you, what are you doing? Why, why are you all so angry? You get to tell your story. The media reports that. More people see the story. They say, this sounds like something I can get behind. You get the political pressure behind you. Like That's sort of the natural way that it builds. And boycotts would be something similar. Some company or some person does something objectionable that a wide population disagrees with, and they – you know, don't buy that person's product. They say, we're not going to shop at this store anymore. And naturally, from this grassroots movement, you hope to economically force a company to change their ways. Now, both of these things have been simultaneously weaponized and eliminated, depending on which way you go. So the so-called protests that are allowed to happen now are things like the Just Stop Oil protest, where you've got people breaking the law, sitting in the road, gluing themselves to things, throwing paint on artwork, 
or vandalizing banks or gas stations. The compilation that we often play of these people. See, uh, these aren't real protests in the traditional sense. It's not a, a mass amount of people actually making reasonable demands from somebody doing something wrong. Uh, these are organized, well-funded, orchestrated play acting shows like little dances that they're doing where the authorities say we want to do this we want to eliminate fossil fuel we're going to eliminate fossil fuel and so we have to fabricate popular demand to do this thing that we're going to do anyway but and like all of this is public all of the funding from just stop oil comes from the oil company themselves comes from the big banks for millions of dollars just like black lives matter right hundreds of billions of dollars from the corporations that they go riot and loot i mean it's just it's it's play acting black lives matter would be another you know good example of this antifa would be another good example of this right funded by billionaires to go out and create the social discomfort that demands change and to advocate for what the billionaires and the political elite were going to do anyway but needed the cover to do. But if you protest against the government, if instead of burning down a library, you're actually petitioning the government and waving a sign outside of Congress, then you're a domestic terrorist and you'll be hunted down and deemed a danger to society, maybe arrested. We have more videos of people being arrested for nonviolent speech a little bit later. But boycotts have taken a similar sort of path where if you want to boycott Bud Light, you can read all the mainstream media articles about how this is extremely dangerous. It's hateful. It's because everybody's a, a transphobe and you know, you're just trying to damage this important American company. Whereas and, – and, but that boycott is, was pretty pure. Like it was pretty much like Bud Light put Dylan Mulvaney as a spokesperson – and the main customers of Bud Light weren't fans, so they just stopped buying Bud Light. It really is as simple as that. Just millions of people went, yeah, you know what? I can do without Bud Light. I can get one of the other super cheap, frankly disgusting beers. Natural, normal, just that's the way boycotts are supposed to work. But then you have this other form of boycott with things like Twitter, where Instead of just naturally people go, we don't like this, so we're going to stop using it, and then just boycotting it naturally from a grassroots mass populist movement sort of happening, you have companies, or in most cases, it's not even the companies necessarily, although they are involved with the stakeholder capitalism and the the way that this has been uh, created, the World Economic Forum, stakeholder capitalism, cooperation fascism really between the government and the controllers and their corporate dogs and they come together and demand that something be changed or else they're going to withhold funding they're going to move out of state i think it really all got going with salesforce which is mark benioff's company runs all of the a lot of the data collection for big organizations like google and uh, amazon mark benioff of course the actual second in command to Klaus Schwab. I see a lot of people saying Yuval Noah Harari is second in command of the World Economic Forum. He's like a he's like a weirdo priest, like spiritual guru uh, that's there to make them feel like they're part of some futuristic movement. Really, he's just 
demanding genocide. Uh, it's he's not the second in command. The second in command is Mark Benioff. He's the he's the follow up. He'll be inher- inheriting the group once Klaus Schwab uh, gets forced out. Mark Benioff had a company Salesforce that was like the number one employer, I think, in the state of Idaho. I think it was Idaho, and Idaho was going to pass a law saying it was legal to fire people for whatever reason. If you wanted to fire somebody because they're gay, well, you're allowed to do that. You can fire them for whatever you want. Doesn't matter. We don't, you know, the state doesn't have a right to stop you from firing an employee for whatever reason. It, it doesn't matter. You might not like it, but it's your company. Do what you want. And Salesforce said, well, if you pass that law, we're pulling out of your state. Your state's going to lose billions of dollars. We're going to fire everybody there, right? Using their corporate power to force political change. So that's what's happening now, but it's happening in between companies now too, where you've got like the ADL and these other organizations orchestrating mass advertiser boycotts of Twitter. And so boycotts and protests have both taken this this weird divergence where instead of representing like populist will, the ones that do represent populist will get shut down, get called hateful, get litigated against, or, you know, I'm sure like the government's going to bail out Bud Light. Like you've been attacked by hateful anti-transphobes. So, you know, we're going to give you billions of dollars to make up for your shortfall. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happened. So the, the boycotts that are naturally grown, that are populist, that are from the ground up, uh, they get shut down. They get demonized. They certainly do not get reported on, just like the point of a protest, right? You're supposed to try to get the word out there, but the media will studiously ignore any actual cause of a protest like january 6th uh whereas the protest and the boycotts that are publicized that are popularized that are celebrated are not natural populist movements from the ground up but are instead orchestrated by corporate leaders billionaires professional activists uh not as a natural expression of the people's will but as an orchestrated justification for things they were going to do anyway. In the short time we have, I can't get into all the incredible ingredients and super female vitality. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about the ingredients, look them up for yourself, and then understand this is cold-pressed herbs, so it has a more powerful effect on the body. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But women like pink labels. Men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula. And it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information it's 50 percent off for a limited time so get your super female vitality for men and women at infowarstore.com right now for 50 percent off and it funds the infowar super female vitality 50 percent off for a limited time at infowarstore.com infowars.com is tomorrow's news today You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Got a little little distracted there talking about something that's been bothering me for a while. Living in a living in a charade, living in a fake world. It's bothering me. It's been stuck in my craw, I guess you could say. But let's uh 
let's get into the to the news of the day, shall we? Let's get into Hunter Biden, Devin Archer, Joe Biden. I will say I was listening to we were driving in the car yesterday and I was flipping through the channels, landed on a conservative talk show. It was pretty good. And you know, they're talking about all of the persecution of Donald Trump. And they're they're saying, you know, he's got four different cases in four jurisdictions. Like they don't even go after mobsters like this. Even if you're responsible for murder and and you know extortion on an interstate level, like they still just charge you in one case, one location. I thought that was that was a pretty good point. And I was sort of, you know. So going, oh man, these these guys are really good. Get a little bit of competitive uh, industrial jealousy, I guess. Being like, oh man, these guys are really covering this good. Then I realized it's like, oh no, wait, this is what literally everybody's talking about. Like, I don't need to explain to you. I, I wouldn't think I would need to explain to you that like what's happening to Donald Trump is unprecedented. And it feels like when you go to normal conservative media. That's what you get, sort of the same thing explained over and over, sort of the same reactions to the same stimulus over and over and over. They sort of explain that they're outraged and they get their audience outraged, and then that's it. It's sort of moving on to the next outrage uh, point. I realized you know, what we do at InfoWars is just like take it a step farther. Like it's really not that hard to take it a step farther. So when it comes to things like Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, we'll get into the details of what was revealed yesterday and show you some old clips that contradict all of the lies that you know the media is spinning these days. We'll get into that. But I think part of like what how they get away with this stuff is just keeping you constantly in the news cycle, the the spin cycle of just you know, acting like whatever is happening right now is the most important thing. You need to jump on that and talk about that. But we've known about this forever. And so you need to sort of expand out. For example, looking at not just the crimes that the Bidens have committed, but the cover-ups that they've happened, tying that into the same exact process that has, you know, went on with Hillary Clinton and the crimes that she committed. I mean, all of it's intertwined. All of it is deeply connected to one another. For some reason, InfoWars seems to be one of the only outlets that makes these connections rather than just dealing with the single data point, zooming out, seeing all the different data points and seeing the the constellation of corruption that you is revealed when you connect all these dots. So we're going to try to do that today and try to continue on the InfoWars tradition of just thinking for yourself, thinking for ourselves, and looking into not just what's happening right now, but how it connects to the overall trends of what's going on and how those contribute to the overall ultimate goal that the globalists have and have been enacting for decades, if not centuries, which is the slow but sure degradation of freedoms, destruction of civil liberties, and eventual indoctrination into a global slave state where dissidence is rooted out Immediately, technologically, with AI, just absolutely eliminated uh, without due process in order to prevent any threat to the ruling power from ever rising up again. And we've talked about how this uh, is already in play in China and how they're implementing it here. And so how does the political situation here tie into that? 
Well, for one thing, any decent, respectable, honest politician would be a bulwark and a defense against this movement. And they don't even have to be conservative or liberal. Like, it doesn't matter what, if they're just honest, if they're just good people, if they just are actually American patriots, they represent an impassable barrier to the globalist schemes. And it really is illuminating going back and, and looking at old videos of Joe Biden making these claims. And even as I was doing research, going through the whole, well, we have a clip from a debate, and I was going through the whole transcript of the debate. And just seeing lie after lie after lie. I mean, I'm looking for lies about Devin Archer and, and Joe Biden's participation in, in Hunter Biden's business. And they're there. There are those lies. And we'll show you those in, in just a second. But as I'm scrolling through, I'm seeing like Joe Biden being like, I never said I'd ban fracking. I love the oil business. Like just all of these other lies, like all these ridiculous lies. And uh, Joe Biden saying that uh, actually it's Trump that's been getting money from China. And it's just it's just shocking, and, and you know you have to wonder what's going on with the American people when they can be lied to so blatantly, so disrespectfully, told absolute fabrications, absolute lies that are now revealed, that have now been like acknowledged to have been lies by the Democrats, Joe Biden, Deep State, MSM. Like it's all, it's all, it's changed, right? It's gone from. I never even knew – I never even knew I had a son named Hunter. He's in business? What? A, a business overseas? You're telling me this for the first time. I've never even heard of Brisma. to like, okay, yeah. So I talked on the phone to his business partners all the time. We went out to dinner like a lot and we're really good friends. But I never talked business. And it, so it's changed, right? They're, but in that change, what they're doing is acknowledging that the first thing they said was a absolute – spit in your face lie so uh, let's go to first the just follow up to what happened yesterday Devin Archer went and testified we have some of the information that he testified about uh, but this is representative Dan Goldman getting rather flustered after hearing Devin Archer's testimony he's asked a little bit of poignant questions about what was revealed and uh does not have a great answer. Starts stammering like an idiot, quite frankly. Let's go to clip number eight. Doesn't it contradict the president's statement saying that he never talked to any of Hunter Biden business associates? Clearly he talked, whether about the weather or whatever, but he said specifically that he's never talked to them. Doesn't this contradict me? I don't know what his comment is, and if we're going to... Well, I don't, I don't think that's what he said. He never said that he has never spoken to anyone. He said that he had nothing to do with Hunter Biden's business dealings. If he says hello to someone that he sees his son with, is he supposed to say, hi, son? Oh, no, I'm not going to say hello to the other people at the table or the other people on the phone. It's kind of a preposterous premise to think that a father should not say hello to people that the son are at dinner with. The son is at dinner with, and that is literally all the evidence is. Oh, really? That Hunter Biden used to impress the people he was with. Oh, really? Uh, it's. I mean, in a way, you got to kind of admire the the rhetorical finesse that we just saw on display there. Sort of like how you, I don't know, admire how fishing an alligator can kill a duck. It's like not something that you like watching, but it's like, whoo, 
it is impressive. It is impressive when somebody goes, Joe Biden explicitly said he never talked business with his son and never talked to any of his son's business partners. And now it's been revealed that he had, in fact, talked to them. He, in fact, the testimony that Devin Archer said was that, you know, the connection with Joe Biden was like a key selling point for Hunter Biden. It's like a key component of what made Hunter Biden a attractive hire for some of these companies. So how do you explain that? And he transmogrifies that into you're saying a father shouldn't say hello to his son at dinner. That's that's absurd. It's like, yeah, that is absurd. But that's not what he said. So like it's 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 a sleight of hand trick. It's like watching a magician. It's like, you know, it's it's not really magic. He's not really swallowing the card and then pulling it out of his ear. But it's impressive the sleight of hand that he's using to uh, create that illusion. So that's what we saw there. Rhetorical sleight of hand. They're like, so Joe Biden lied blatantly about his interaction because the interaction represents corruption. And he lied about that. What's your explanation? He's like, you're saying that a father shouldn't love his son? That's crazy. For everything the globalists hit us with, God through Mother Nature has given us the answer. I don't have to sell you on CBD oil, full spectrum of CBD oil, the incredible things it does for your nerves, your brain, uh, your entire physiological system, for your nervous system particularly. Everybody knows it's incredible, it works. We have the strongest, best CBD oil you're going to find anywhere at the lowest price. Yes, you can find this same CBD oil for 30% more because that's who we're getting it from, made right here in Central Texas. Our private label name is Rebel Zen. Rebel Zen is a private label of one of the top three or four CBD makers in the country that's based right here in Texas, and we're giving it to you at 30% off. And here's what's even crazier. 30% off of what they're selling it for. They're selling theirs for 30% off what their competitors are. So this is the highest rated, already the lowest price, now even a lower price. Rebel Zen. Get yours at InfoWarsStore.com now. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered. But the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Let's get into what exactly was uh, discussed yesterday with uh, Devin Archer. Axios has this story repeated by a place like the New York Times. Hunter Biden associate tells Congress that VP's son sold, quote, illusion of access. 
who sold the illusion of access. Former Hunter Biden associate, that's Devin Archer, told Congress that Hunter sold, quote, the illusion of access by putting his father on speakerphone with business partners, but that then Vice President Biden never talked shop, according to Representative Dan Goldman, a source familiar with the testimony. We just saw uh, his response to the questioning about that. It's kind of weird. It's kind of this kind of a strange um, way to put this because, of course, the other stuff that was admitted was uh, Hunter Biden, Burisma executives called D.C. to get Ukraine prosecutor fired. Uh, the multi-million dollar deals with the uh, Chinese energy company. Uh, Devin Archer testifies Joe Biden was on speakerphone for at least 20 calls over this time period. So, I mean, that is uh, – what you would consider access, right? That, that's what you would consider access. So it's strange that he's selling the illusion of access, uh, but that also the access was very real and tangible and evident. So it's kind of odd to call that an illusion when it is, in fact, actually happening. Somebody else kind of confused by this? He's selling the illusion of access to his father. But the, did they get access to his father? Oh, yeah, all the time. They called all the time. Okay, then that's not an illusion. That's just access. Again, the rhetorical trickery, I guess, is uh, not so much trickery as it is just blatant lies, but it's never stopped him before. Archer testified that he knew nothing about the alleged $5 million in bribes paid to the Biden family from a Burisma executive, as was claimed in an unverified FBI document touted and released by Republicans, according to one source familiar. So yeah, maybe he wasn't totally intimately involved in everything that the Bidens were up to. Didn't know about this $5 million bribe, which was in fact a $10 million bribe, half paid to Hunter and half paid to uh, Joe's brother, Jim. So it's a family business, and they're all involved. Archer also testified that Burisma believed efforts to oust Ukrainian Prosecutor General Viktor Shokin were bad for the Ukrainian energy company, according to Goldman. This runs counter to Republican suggestion over the years that Biden pushed for Shokin's firing, which was official U.S. policy backed by the European Union International Monetary Fund, to benefit Hunter. Uh, I don't understand how that runs counter. Testify that Burisma believed efforts to oust Ukrainian Prosecutor General were bad for the inter- – that's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous claim to make. Maybe they thought it was bad because, like, it would be such obvious corruption. I, I mean, I don't understand how, like, you're under investigation. You are trying to uh, – the whole point was that they were trying to open a, a branch in America, and in order to get approval to open a branch in America, they would have to be out from under the cloud of investigation from Shokin. And so how would that be – I mean, that just doesn't make any sense. That just makes no sense at all. Be like me saying, like, yeah, the the Sandy Hook trial was actually good for InfoWars. It's like, what? No, it wasn't. What are you talking about? How could that be good? How could that possibly be a good thing? It's an absurd claim to make, but it's just one of a myriad of absurd claims to make. And, of course, Victor Shokin uh, himself has uh, made comments about this. Let's go to clip number 10. Here is a... Uh, an OAN report about Victor Shokin talking about being fired after pressure from Joe Biden. Again, none of this is speculation. None of this is like we're not even really connecting the dots. It's just we're just showing you the picture. It's just the picture of what's going on. It's just what what actually happened. We don't need to play the 
Son of a bitch, he got fired clip again. Like everybody knows that. Joe Biden used his position as point man in Ukraine to withhold a billion dollars. At that same time, he was paid five to ten million dollars with audio recording showing it was to get Victor Shokin fired because he was explicitly investigating Burisma. So here's Victor Shokin on OAN talking about how this coercion took place. Oh, this is a- he came to me and said, you are a patriot of Ukraine. We need this billion dollars. We're at war. And if you are a patriot, you will close this case. My conversation with Poroshenko on this, Shokin says, was in a phone call. It was after we started seizing Burisma assets in Ukraine when Poroshenko called me and said, listen, this all has to stop already. Joe Biden's temper is overflowing. This seizing of Burisma assets, said Poroshenko, was the last straw. Shokin says Poroshenko then paid him a visit in his office asking for Shokin's resignation. Shokin responded and asked, why do I have to go? I haven't done anything wrong. I'm doing my job. This is standard procedure. We have reason to freeze Burisma assets. And Poroshenko said, Biden is angry about you freezing Burisma assets. I'll figure something out. We asked Shokin if this demand for a resignation was specifically because Biden had asked for it or if there were other possible reasons. Shokin insists it was all Biden. Because of Biden, says Shokin. Everyone knew what was going on. Poroshenko told me directly that I had to step down as prosecutor general because of Joe Biden. Biden and leftist media claim Shokin was corrupt and inept and had to be dismissed, despite the fact that not a single charge of corruption has ever been raised or proven against Shokin to date. To this, Shokin shrugs. Shokin says people don't have to believe him. Just look at the transcripts. Biden's transcripts, that is. The transcripts of Biden's telephone conversations with Poroshenko, says Shokin, is where the truth will show itself. Americans must demand it. And if they do, they will see, broad as day, Joe Biden was illegally influencing foreign officials in order to protect his son, Hunter, and shield illegal money laundering activities. One American News verified on camera what Shokin has stated for months when he issued a stunning 12-page sworn affidavit to an Austrian court stating how Joe Biden was directly involved in interfering with active cases under investigation. Directly involved. Is that the illusion of access that the Democrats are touting? Yeah, he just, he just said hi. Like what you say, You're saying that a father shouldn't say hello to his son's friends? What? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't an illusion. It was actual access, and that was testified to yesterday by uh, Devin Archer. Again, the, the way that Democrats are, are spinning this doesn't even – it's not even a good cover because – Central to this whole conflict is the fact that Joe Biden said explicitly that he never talked to Hunter Biden about his overseas involvement whatsoever, like even a little bit, never once, not a single word, right? He gets mad if you even suggest it, but he obviously did significantly more than that. But their cover is to say, yeah, they did talk, <laughs> obviously, who doesn't talk, right? That's, I mean, it's, it's just the most blatant deception the, the world's ever seen. It really is something to behold. Let me go to a lot more of this, but uh, let's just go now to clip number 13 because – and we'll go to this in just a second. But uh, you know, we just saw the Dan Goldman guy be like, 
I don't know what Joe Biden said about did he talk to him, did he not talk to him? <laughs> Who knows, right? I just, who's to say? It's like, well, it's all on video and we all remember it, so I guess there's that. But Archer also testified, this is from the story from Infowars.com, that in December 2015, the co-founder of Burisma, Mikola Zolevsky, and Vadim, Vadim Poharsky, an executive of Burisma, put pressure on Hunter Biden to help to get help from Washington, D.C. regarding the Ukrainian prosecutor, Victor Shokin, who was investigating Burisma for corruption. That's, I guess, the illusion of access that they were pushing. It was actual access to get actual movement, to actually withhold a billion actual dollars, to actually fire the actual investigator actually investigating the company. So that's the actual, that's the reality of what's going on. I guess you can just ignore all the lies from the Democrats, but we can't. We have to address them. So uh, let's go back to clip number 13. This is three years ago during the campaign of 2020. Joe Biden getting extremely angry and in no uncertain words saying he never has talked to Hunter Biden once about his overseas business dealings. How dare you suggest that, sir? Let's watch. Mr. Vice President, how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business Ever. And so how do you know? know? Here's what I know. I know Trump deserves to be investigated. He is violating every basic norm of a president. Projection, you should be asking projection. him the question. Why is he on the phone with a foreign leader trying to intimidate a foreign leader? If that's what happened. That appears what happened. You should be looking at Trump. Trump's doing this because he knows I'll beat him like a drum. And he's using the abuse of power and every element of the, the presidency to try to do something to smear me. And Joe Biden has really gone downhill this, in three years. Everybody's looked at it and yeah, said, well, okay, we can take it down. This is just what Joe Biden does. He, like, takes it. He just, it's like, it's like a process. Like, first, blatant lie. Never talked to my son about business dealings. Second, project onto Trump's if Trump did anything wrong. Remember, what he's talking about Trump doing is simply asking about the crime that Biden committed and then admitted to at the CFR as he's sitting there saying, I withheld a billion dollars to get Shokin fired, and it worked. It's all out there. It's all obvious. And we've known this for three years. We'll show you the, the revelations from three years ago on the other Infowarsstore.com side. Infowarsstore.com is like a grocery store or like a vitamin shop. We want to have all the best brands for you. We want to have a bunch of different choices for you. So I get constant questions online and in person. Hey, what's better? Knockout. What's better? Down and out. What's better? Why do you sell two or three different sleep aids? And the answer is different herbal formulas, different compounds are better for different people. So one person might like this coffee, another person likes that coffee. That's how our bodies work. They're all very diverse. But we've been able to private label a national bestseller that's been sold for many years that people love and sell it for a lower price under the name InfoWars MD Good Night Sleep. This is a great formula full of amazing safe compounds give you deeper, cleaner, restful sleep. And it's in stock available right now of 25% off out of the gates. So get your InfoWars MD. Good night's sleep today at InfoWarsStore.com. Taking a record of the hearts and minds of the American people, it's the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, folks. Yes, we, we learned a little bit from Devin Archer's testimony yesterday, some of the details about what actually went down. Really barely scratching the surface of uh, the Biden family corruption. But, of course, we knew all of this 
three plus years ago. At least three years. I mean, three years, it was like the tail end. So it was like sort of a culmination of all of the corruption that, that was being revealed from the Hunter Biden laptop to just the discussions. I mean, as soon as it was figured out that Hunter Biden was paid, people used to think $50,000 a month. Now it's $83,000 a month for participation on the Burisma board of directors like that alone. People started asking questions, started looking into it, found the Joe Biden, the video of Joe Biden admitting that he withheld a billion dollars of American taxpayer money in order to achieve this uh, political coup on behalf of Burisma. But let's go to clip number one here. This is Biden family whistleblower Tony Bobulinski all the way back in 2020, October of 2020, uh, talking about Joe Biden lying his butt off. Let's watch. The former vice president has said he had no knowledge whatsoever of his son's business dealings and was not involved in them at all. But this sounds like direct involvement in them. Yeah, that's a blatant lie. When he states that, that is a blatant lie. Obviously, the world's aware that I attended the uh, debate last Thursday. And uh, in that debate, he made a specific statement around questions around this from the president. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I uh, almost stood up and screamed liar and walked out because I was shocked um, that after four days or five days that they prep for this, that the Biden family is taking that position to the world. So, again, we, we've known this for three. This is what's so frustrating about this. We have to hear the same testimony over and over again. We know Joe Biden was lying about it. Why was he lying about it? Because what he was doing was unethical. Why was what he was doing unethical? Because he was taking bribes to change American geopolitical policy to benefit him and his son, for which they were paid tens of millions of dollars. Here's the question during the debate in 2020, clip number six. Vice President Biden, there have been questions about the work your son has done in China and for a Ukrainian energy company when you were vice president. In retrospect, was anything about those relationships inappropriate or unethical? Nothing was unethical. Here's what the deal. <laughs> With regard to Ukraine, we had this whole question about whether or not, because he was on the board, I later learned of a Burisma a later a company, that somehow I had done something wrong. Yet every single solitary person when he was going through his impeachment, testifying under oath who worked for him, said, I did my job impeccably. I carried out U.S. policy. Not one single solitary thing was out of line. Not a single thing, number one. Number two, the guy who got in trouble in Ukraine was this guy trying to bribe the Ukrainian government to say something negative about me. Crazy projection. Which they would not do and did not do because it never, ever, ever happened. Except when you admitted it on air. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about, uh, what are you talking about, China. Oh, China. I have not had it. The only guy made money from China is this guy. Let's go ahead and pause He's it right there. Uh, if we can pause no, it right there. If we can pause it right there. Uh, Washington Post, March 30th, 2022. Inside Hunter Biden's multi-million dollar deals with a Chinese energy company. Oh, interesting. Okay. So that was a blatant lie, I guess you could say. Uh, what about this? From uh, July 28th, just a few days ago. Hunter Biden admits to judge he made money from China, contradicting dad's claims. Hunter Biden admitted to a federal judge he received hundreds of thousands of dollars from a Chinese communist-backed company, contradicting President Biden's claim that his family, quote, never made money in China. I mean, this is the crazy – It's it really is just the craziest thing in the world that we even have to discuss this, like, in any seriousness whatsoever, that people like – Representative Dan Goldman, Representative Dan Goldman, the people's elected representative, getting up and going, I don't think any of us really remember what Biden said. Did he talk to his 
Sons Business Partners, did he not? Did they make money from China? Well, we don't know. Yes, we do. We have all of the evidence. We have all of the admissions. We have all of the documents. We have the Hunter Biden laptop, the admissions, the text messages, the recorded phone calls, the FBI uh, FD-1023 form laying it all out in explicit detail that the FBI tried to conceal until Congress forced their hand on it. We have it all. When are we going to do something about it? When are we going to get justice? You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, we, we do have a lot of other stuff to talk about, so we're going to move on from Hunter and Joe Biden. Let's just let's just wrap it up, shall we? Let's just get into some just some of what's been revealed. I mean, all the headlines are insane, plus the revelations that, that are in the body of the of these texts. It's just it's like the fact that we have these just outrageous liars in office, not just the Bidens, but the Democrats who endlessly support them. And then like the whole, I I mean, as you just saw in that video of the debate, just so we're clear, the, the timeline is this. You've got Barack Obama in office, puts Joe Biden as his point man on Ukraine. Hunter Biden, miraculous, miraculously, despite being a, complete, abject, degenerate loser, crackhead, whoremonger, embarrassment to the country. He gets an $83,000 a month position on the Burisma board with a couple million dollars up front. That's a little bonus. Plus, we now know $5 million to him, $5 million to Joe Biden's brother. While Burisma is under investigation by Victor Shokin for corruption. Now, Burisma wants to expand to the United States at that time and can't do it while under the shadow of this corruption investigation. So they reach out to Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden reaches out to daddy, the point man on Ukraine. They arrange for a billion dollars of aid going to Ukraine to be withheld, to be kept back. Joe Biden says in his own words, you're not getting this money until Victor Shokin is fired. Victor Shokin gets fired. We saw his testimony just a second ago, both in person on OAN as well as in, you know, under oath testimony in international courts, saying, I was forced out specifically because Joe Biden was angry that we started taking and, and freezing Burisma's assets. So Joe Biden takes this billion dollars of aid. It's not his to use to extort a foreign power, but he did. It succeeded. He bragged about it. They got Victor Shokin fired. He delivered the billion dollars as a tit-for-tat quid pro quo arrangement. And then fast forward about three years. Donald Trump is in office. He knows about this. He's heard about this. This is blatant corruption, the highest levels of the American government. He starts looking into it. He calls the Ukraine president at the time, Vladimir Zelensky, and says, hey, whatever happened with that? Why was Shokin fired? Was that a legitimate firing or was that like a quid pro quo thing with Joe? Was that Joe Biden using 
American taxpayer dollars to make money for himself and advance his son's business interest. I'd like you to look into that, please. And he's impeached for that. And so then later, when Joe Biden is asked on the debate stage about this blatant corruption, he both denies it ever happening, despite being on video bragging about it. He denies it ever happened and then projects the corruption onto Donald Trump, says this guy's the only guy that got in trouble for being in, you know, for, inter- for interfering with Ukraine. He tried to bribe a Ukrainian to say mean things about me. Again, just crazy, just totally crazy how blatant the deception is. How blatant the lies are, how egregious the corruption really has become in this country, and it's only possible for it to come this way if there is a unified, singular, monolithic conspiracy going on. Just think about the number of people that have to be involved in this, in every step of this, right? It's not just Joe and Hunter being criminal masterminds. The FBI covers up for them. The CIA covers up for them. The whole intelligence community writes letters calling the Hunter Biden laptop disinformation and Russian propaganda and censors it from social media because inside the laptop was evidence of all this corruption. But you also have the media. The entire media establishment can't put this together. It's just InfoWars and other like alternative right wing media that just sees what's actually happening right in front of our faces and then reports on it. So you've got to have the media willfully blind to this you've got to have the fbi and the oversight people willfully allowing this to happen you have to have the democratic party perfectly fine like with a psychopathic level of partisanship that means they're willing to overlook any and all corruption on their own side to cover it up to participate in participate in it themselves rather than go after the bad elements that are ruining this country and call themselves Democrats. So this only comes about with a, as I said, unified monolithic conspiracy between the government, the intelligence communities, the mainstream media, the Democratic Party, and the deep state, which of course is pulling all of their strings, to bring about what is happening now, which is the war in Ukraine. Like all of this contributes to what's happening right now, which is that the war in Ukraine is a Total mess. They wanted to go on for four more years. If it goes on for four more years, what do you think the likelihood is that nuclear weapons aren't ever exchanged, that Poland doesn't get dragged into the conflict, that uh, Belarus doesn't you know, start to confront its neighbors and activate Article 5, that they don't bring Ukraine into NATO and then say Article 5 has been activated in order to go after Russia? I mean all of this is part of a singular gigantic plan, which is globalism which Putin represents a bulwark against, a dam, a barrier, preventing this from happening, as he's, as far as I can tell, not exactly in line with the World Economic Forum's vision of the future, of a single global government with national lines erased and genocidal programs being unquestionable on pain of death, basically. So they recognized a long time ago, and... They first wanted to co-op Russia. Like this is the way the globalists work, right? When Hillary Clinton was secretary of state, remember she presented the button? Remember the easy button that she presented? It's a reset button. Click. Russia and America are friends now. And uh, the Russian guy's just like, okay, thank you for the button, lady. Uh, Please, can we get down to geopolitical business now? See, they 
is the way the globalists work. First, it's the invitation. First, it's the, it'll be so easy and fun if you just go along with us. If you just join us, then you can be a part of us. You can be part of the elite as we enslave the rest of the cattle. Won't that be fun? And if you go along with it, then all, it's all fun and games. But if you go against it, then suddenly the, the reset and the we're friends with Russia now goes out the window as they go, okay, Russia's not playing along. Russia's not willfully contributing to and, and participating in our drive towards global government. So now they're the enemy. Now we have to start seeding information into the American public consciousness that makes Russia seem like the big bad guy that we have to go to war against. So everything from the you know, Trump-Russia collusion accusation that went nowhere, I mean all of that, even though the investigation went nowhere – they knew it, it would go nowhere anyway, right? This is the thing you have to understand. They know that what they're investigating is not real. So they're not actually trying to get to an answer. They're not like Sherlock Holmes. They're not some cop being like, here's a murder. Better find who g- killed the guy. Uh, Donald Trump might be a Russian agent. We better get to the bottom of this. They know from the beginning it's fake. So why are they doing it? Why would they do it? Well, for a couple of reasons. One, they thought they could get something on Trump, parallel construction. Say you're going after him for Russia, even though we know that's fake. Get all of his documents, get all of his information, spy on him, listen to him, interrogate his family and friends, and there's something in there we can get. That's what they're trying to do. They came up with nothing because Don Trump is too clean. He's too far ahead of them. He really is playing 4D chess. But in addition to that, you get the seeding of the concept in the american people's minds that russia is somehow an enemy that russia is somehow trying to overthrow america that russia is a big bad guy whose activity is is dangerous and insane and inexplicable so you don't need to give reasons as for why they're going to invade ukraine don't ask questions they're just the bad guy russia bad russia bad russia bad so they drive that into the american consciousness they overthrow the duly elected uh, government of Ukraine. They install puppets. We have the audio from Victoria Newland discussing exactly that. None of this is speculation. None of this is like connecting dots that aren't there. It's just all right in your face how they did this. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. When we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when you look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. I only encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. And that's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media by the controlled churches and the universities. Why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. 
So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. folks i swear we will move on i pro- we will yeah we'll absolutely move uh, move on but the problem is the problem is that it's hard to talk about just one of these things when you do understand we said in the last segment that to carry this out to pull this off you have to have participation from all of these various groups who are willing to sell out the American people who are willing to lie to your face, who are willing to support somebody they know to be corrupt, who are willing to launch false investigations into Donald Trump in order to distract and cover up from the Bidens. Like this massive conglomerate is required to carry this out, and it's because they're all in on it. That's the thing you need to understand is that what they're doing is not to protect Biden. Biden is not the godfather. He's not the one pulling all of the strings and making all of this happen. Everybody's just like, oh, I just got to do what Joe says. Just whatever Joe Biden says, let's do it. Like, that's not how it works. Joe Biden is a figure in this cabal. The cabal is protecting itself. Now, when you look at who Devin Archer and Hunter Biden were in business with, you see that it was a man with the last name Hines. Heinz like the catch-up, right? Like the wife of John Kerry, right? So you got John Kerry's kids in that. The Pelosi's kids also involved in Burisma. Like Ukraine was a central money laundering factory for the Democrats for years. And it was Trump looking into that that got them spooked. They launched the, the fake impeachment claiming that he was doing what they, in fact, have been doing openly and bragging about for quite a long time. And you've got the Victoria Newland aspect to it. Victoria Newland, Anthony Blinken helping to carry out the coup in Ukraine along with George Soros. Like this is the network, the cabal, the corruption constellation that starts to build as you look at all these little pinpoints. So it's hard to just talk about one of these things. People don't seem to care, which is bizarre, so strange, since they seemingly are, are hyper-vigilant when it comes to the slightest hint of corruption from someone like Trump. Like what you have to realize is that it's completely fabricated. Like their concern is completely fabricated. They don't care about corruption. What they care about is political domination. So if they can use claims of corruption to go after Trump, then that's what they'll do even when they know the claims are fake. And when the claims of corruption about Joe Biden are absolutely real, they will lie through their teeth with a smile on their face because they know that that benefits them politically. Now, I, on the other hand, most people on the right, I think, maybe I'm being too generous, but I'm, I'm fairly certain if there had been actual corruption that Donald Trump was involved in, 
You think we would have covered that up? Like, it's, it's, it's all fake. So you've got the two sides. You've got one side that's like, well, we actually care about corruption. Joe Biden is corrupt. Trump is not. The other side is like, no, we actually care about corruption. Joe Biden is, is a wonderful man, and Trump is the one that's corrupt. But the evidence only supports one of those positions. It's not like, a, well, they support their guy and we support ours, and it's an equal and opposite thing, except that only one side is actually the corrupt side. So it's just not the same at all. It's like hard to even like have to really explain this. But we do, I guess. I, I guess we have to just like keep trying to, to, to illustrate like how vast the gulf is between our two sides. It's kind of ch- tangential, but it, it really does. The one thing I, I always think of is like the exemplary moment for this is um, Kyle Rittenhouse, the Kyle Rittenhouse murder, because I would watch so many things where it was like everybody jumped to conclusions on this. The right side thought he was innocent. The left thought he was guilty, and they're both just backing their guy, and it's like, okay, but only one of those sides has evidence and reason and like actually believes the truth. Like you can't just say – yeah, both sides do it. It's like, okay, but one side is obviously wrong, obviously lying, egregiously corrupt. So it's not, the, it's not the same. It would be the same if Trump was super corrupt and Biden was super corrupt and we both just supported both sides. If we hadn't looked at the evidence from the like Rittenhouse murder and been like, here's the video of it happening. Here's why he was in the right. It's just... It's just so annoying. It's so annoying. And again, this is just like the exam. It's totally tangential, but I just always uh, think of this true crime channel where, yeah, they're just like, yeah, both sides jump to conclusions. No, we didn't. Just like COVID. I mean, it's the same with everything, right? It's the same with everything. Oh, one side just was viscerally against vaccines. The other side was just absolutely for them. And uh, both were just choosing their side and had no reason to believe. No, all we do is go off the evidence. If the evidence for COVID would have been that the vaccine was good, we would have gone for it. That wasn't the case. If it had been that Trump was corrupt and bought out by Russia, we would have called him out and wouldn't have supported him. But that wasn't the case. Kyle Rittenhouse just wandered into a protest and started shooting people. You think we would have supported that? You think we are as immoral and despicable as you people? No, you were on the wrong side of absolutely every topic, absolutely every event in American recent history. And yet they portray it like, wow, it's just both sides, just both sides doing what they want to do. It's so it's so unbelievably absurd that we even have to like discuss all this. And again, I'm 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 rambling again because all these things really are tied together so intimately. I mean, one of the main lead ups to the war in Ukraine was the fact that we sent Ukraine a whole bunch of offensive weapons at this very tenuous time in the relationship between Russia and Ukraine, a tenuous time, by the way, that was brought about because Victoria Nuland and George Soros and various other agents of the Obama administration carried out a coup in Ukraine to oust the uh, Russia-friendly president and install their own puppet in place. I mean, it's just – it's so it's all just so crazy. It's beyond crazy. And this is the thing. There's this like headline from InfoWars. There's a lot of headlines like this. 
that I get the I get the opposite feeling from what the headline is intended to invoke. I think this is from Infowars poll. Sixty percent say Joe Biden covering up his involvement in family deals. Sixty percent of voters believe President Joe Biden is working to cover up his involvement in his family's business deals with foreign adversaries. A Rasmussen report poll found Monday. It's like similar to the polls you see where it's like 70 percent of people say that it's impossible to change your gender. And these are put out being like, see, the majority knows the, d- the Democratic majority of the people think that Joe Biden is corrupt or think that men are men and women are women as they're supposed to celebrate being a, ma- a majority, a majority. Really, you're telling me 40 percent of American voters don't know Joe Biden is covering up his participation in Hunter Biden's like that's a, t- that's a terrible number as a ter- that means 40 percent of the American people are just absolutely blinded by the kabuki theater that the MSM puts on a, a honestly ridiculous number 60 percent say they believe Joe Biden has been part of an illegal cover-up to hide his involvement in his son's hunter hunter's foreign business deals this is not a thing that's up for speculation. He absolutely lied about his involvement in his son's business deals. 100%. There is no denying it. Look at the clips. Look at the reporting. Look at the timeline. So this isn't something to celebrate. Wow, 60% of people recognize reality and are actually paying attention to what's going on? No, it's devastating that 40% of people are absolutely blinded to this reality. That's not a good thing. For everything the globalists hit us with, God through Mother Nature has given us the answer. I don't have to sell you on CBD oil, full spectrum of CBD oil, the incredible things it does for your nerves, your brain, uh, your entire physiological system, for your nervous system particularly. Everybody knows it's incredible, it works. We have the strongest, best CBD oil you're going to find anywhere at the lowest price. Yes, you can find this same CBD oil for 30% more because that's who we're getting it from. Made right here in Central Texas. Our private label name is Rebel Zen. Rebel Zen is a private label of one of the top three or four CBD makers in the country. It's based right here in Texas, and we're giving it to you at 30% off. And here's what's even crazier. 30% off of what they're selling it for. They're selling theirs for 30% off what their competitors are. So this is the highest rated, already at the lowest price, now even a lower price. Rebel Zen. Get yours at InfoWarsStore.com now. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, folks. All right, we're doing it. We're moving on. We're moving on. Strengths. There's still so much to say about Hunter and Joe Biden, but that's what everybody's talking about. Let's talk about stuff that nobody's talking about. That is the big scam. It might be the only way to refer to it. The big scam. It's like a myriad of scams. It's like a, a multifaceted scam. It's, it's the fractal scam. It's like tons of little scams that all build to the big scam. It's the climate scam. It's the COVID scam, the World Health Organization scam, the ESG scam, CRT scam. So we'll get into all of that 
because uh, I've, I've spent this whole time talking about Hunter Biden. So we're going we're to move on from that. But if you want to call in about it, we're going to go ahead and open up the phone lines now. But actually, I'm going to do something here. Uh, we've had a lot of uh, repeat callers recently, and uh, they're great. You know, all, all of our callers are, are fantastic. Really, in the last couple of days, they've been very good as well. But I want to give an opportunity to people who have not called in before. So if you've never called in or if you've called in but haven't gotten on the air, I want to open up the phone line for new callers only. So new callers only. Give us a call at one 789 2539 one 789 2539 I'm sorry to our regular callers. I love you, but we got to give other folks a chance to chime in. So one 789 2539 is the number to dial. We're opening up phone lines now for all new callers. And if you've uh, called in and, and been on hold and not been able to actually get on the air, Call in now, and we'll try to go to your calls as quickly as possible so we don't uh, keep you waiting too long. But I have so many videos to show you, so many stories to talk about. We'll get to them in just a second. I also have gone this whole half half the dang show without plugging once, which is very stupid of me, very silly of me. But I do have some exciting announcements to make about InfoWarsStore.com. Because, folks, it's Christmas come early. Christmas in August is the new sale from InfoWarsStore.com. You're getting massive discounts on so many of our powerful products, some of which are back in stock for the first time in months, such as Vitamin Mineral Fusion. That's right, folks. Vitamin Mineral Fusion is back in stock. I know we've had callers and even people in my personal life, like people people DM me on Twitter going, hey, man, when's Vitamin Mineral Fusion coming back? Well, the wait is over. Vitamin Mineral Fusion is back in stock and on sale Silver Bullet, the colloidal supplement, is $10 off as well. 25% off Vitamin Mineral Fusion is now back in stock and ready to ship. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now to get that incredibly powerful. I don't even want to call it a supplement. It's, it's like 10 supplements in one. It's all your necessary vitamins and minerals in a delicious drink mix. Drink mix similar to Turbo Force Plus. Turbo Force Plus is another product that is on sale right now. And selling out, so you're going to want to go now to get Turbo Force Plus if you haven't before. And you can see here, if you want to come to the video, it's actually a pretty sizable um, container that this comes in, Turbo Force Plus. So, you know, when you think about how many energy drinks this can replace, how many cups of coffee this can replace, especially if you're going out for coffee at a place like Starbucks, you're paying what four or five dollars for a cup of coffee. I mean, this is it's not just a better supplement because not only does it give you the incredible boost that's better than coffee or or energy drinks it doesn't have even a a, you know not even comparable the uh, sugar that you're taking in or, or anything like that like replacing an energy drink or a cup of coffee with a scoop of turbo force plus not only saves you money but it's so much healthier for you it's so much better for you the energy is actually better like you can feel it better and that's one of the things like some of the supplements are a little bit more subtle you have to take them for a while before you start noticing uh, the changes others are you know extremely effective right away turbo force is one of those extremely effective right away ones and you know people go well people sometimes ask they go the supplements on your website do those actually work it's like i don't know when you when you drink a cup of coffee do you actually feel more awake like yeah Obviously, Turbo Force is, is the same, but even better because it's got a more smooth run-up and then 
cooldown with the energy. It's not like jittery, hyperactive, and then crash. It's more just like <whistles> the long tail, the, the slow glide down to uh, relaxation once the day is over. But Turbo Force Plus is back in stock and on sale along with all these other products at Christmas at InfoWarsStore.com for the Christmas savings in August. And hey, do your Christmas shopping now. Get it out of the way. Get some uh, air filters or water filters. You don't have to be an InfoWarrior to appreciate clean air and fresh, clean water. So go now to InfoWarsStore.com to support us. And there's a million other ways to get involved as well. Go to band.video, download the videos, upload them, share them yourself. Go to Infowars store, uh, InfoWars.com, share the stories, share the links. Just tell people, your neighbors, about the information and where you found it. The stickers, put up stickers around your neighborhood to make people aware. Wear your shirt around. Be a walking billboard for freedom, liberty, justice, the American way. Of course, AmericanJournal.info is where you can go to find sort of the hub of all the stuff that we do on social media and, of course, the Substack, HarrisonHillSmith.Substack.com, where we post our uh, articles as well as the videos that we use every day, many of which we don't even get to on the show. So it gives you an inside look as well as a uh, very intimate access to all these videos. I wasn't able to uh, post yesterday, but I'm going to – so I'll do a double post after the show today. We a minor – Minor health situation with our daughter. She's fine, but I just I was a little bit overwhelmed yesterday and didn't have time to uh, to post it. But I'll make up for that today with a nice, nice big double post. And there's so many videos to show you. We'll go out to your phone calls in the next segment. I wonder what we have time to to get into here. Let's go ahead and go to. Um, so I just tell y'all, we've got, we got black people in Chicago realizing replacement migration is real as they find that their own concerns and their own situation as American citizens is less important to their politicians than foreigners who just came across the border and are giving, being given gifts all over the place. We've got stories about um, Arthur Pawlowski. He is facing 10 years in prison for saying a sermon. There's also a young man who's been arrested for sharing the Bible on a public sidewalk. We have time for that. Let's go to that video. Because I don't have much to say about this because I can find no stories about it. This is the type of thing the local news needs to be involved in or a local journalist or just anybody who's on the scene and understands what's going on needs to write posts about this because I don't have much context to give you. But I do know what the title says. It's Wisconsin Christian Man Arrested for Speaking in Public. Clip number 12, here is uh, the latest in an increasingly common set of circumstances where Christian people are arrested for doing nothing other than reading quotes from the Bible. Let's watch. Through love, serve one another. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There's the guy with the microphone on the sidewalk. Police approach him, put their hands on him. Be consumed by one another. Another grabbing the microphone out of his hand. What is the problem? Clearly a blatant violation of the First Amendment. You didn't give him any warning. You just grabbed the mic. This is the same one that we had in there. Yeah, that was in there. It was not out here. 
They said we can have, we can, they said we can speak out here on the sidewalk freely. You can speak, but there's no fight. Nobody told us that. This is, how come there's no amplification? Literally surrounded by cops, grabbing him, grabbing the mic out of his hand, pulling, pulling his uh, hands behind his back. Actually arresting him, ripping the microphone out of his hand and arresting him. Cars driving by with their radios playing. That's read it for reading out of the Bible. Would they have done this if it was a a drag queen? Would they have done this if it was a a Muslim person? Or is for some reason American law enforcement happy to abuse and destroy the rights of really one particular group? Again, I can't find any stories on it. Nobody's reporting on it. All I know is that we just witnessed a young man be arrested in the middle of reading a Bible quote for reading the Bible. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight, and I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. For everything the globalists hit us with, God through Mother Nature has given us the answer. I don't have to sell you on CBD oil, full spectrum of CBD oil, the incredible things it does for your nerves, your brain, your entire physiological system for your nervous system particularly. Everybody knows it's incredible, it works. We have the strongest, best CBD oil you're gonna find anywhere at the lowest price. Yes, you can find this same CBD oil for 30% more because that's who we're getting it from, made right here in Central Texas. Our private label name is Rebel Zen. Rebel Zen is a private label of one of the top three or four CBD makers in the country It's based right here in Texas, and we're giving it to you at 30% off. And here's what's even crazier. 30% off of what they're selling it for. They're selling theirs for 30% off what their competitors are. So this is the highest rated, already the lowest price, not even a lower price. Rebels in. Get yours at InfoWarsStore.com now. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at Band.video. that I don't recognize. Very happy to see people calling in about this. All, all sorts of great stuff. Let's read a couple stories here before we go out to calls. EU companies get new ESG rules aimed at addressing climate risks. Yes, the climate scam rolls on. New sustainability reporting standards mark, quote, a new age. Rulebook leaves loopholes to duck disclosure. 
Critics warn tens of thousands of companies operating in Europe face new requirements to report their operations ESG impacts as the European Union pushes ahead with a plan to address climate change and environmental degradation through increased transparency and market pressure. The European Commission said Monday that it adopted a checklist that companies must use to disclose the effects of climate change and other environmental and social factors on their businesses and also report their impact in places they operate. The new European Sustainability Reporting Standards are the mechanism for implementing the EU's Corporate Sustainability Reporting Directive, the first initiative globally for the so-called double materiality approach. Good Lord, they're making up new words. They're making up new phrases to describe how they're constricting our freedoms on the claim of climate change the utterly baseless claims of climate change the adoption quote marks the dawn of a new age of environmental responsibility in business and financial planning says mirjam wolfram eu policy engagement director at cdp a nonprofit that runs the world's largest voluntary disclosure systems said in a statement with approximately 50,000 companies now obligated to report on sustainability these standards are critical a critical stepping stone towards making high-quality environmental reporting a business norm. This decision comes just weeks after asset managers and investors launched a coordinated and failed appeal to the commission to toughen its proposal. The standards apply to both non-financial and financial companies and are out of step with the stricter reporting requirements of financial firms, they said. Specifically, companies have been given too much latitude to decide what to disclose in an attempt to cut reporting burdens. Again, ESG is just got to be the biggest scam ever. I, I mean, it... it quite literally is just like like the uh inquisition like it's just it's forcing companies to restrict their activities on the basis of carbon production when like obviously the point of this is total deindustrialization of europe to see europe i mean it is collapsing in real time you can see it in, in the charts just like the number of manufacturing companies that europe had 10 years ago is uh, compared to now i mean now it's just it's been decimated it's been utterly and totally and literally decimated because of these claims of esg while at the same time they're shutting down nuclear power plants and offshoring everything and moving everything to china which has no concerns about environmental safety or or, or, uh, social or or regulatory oversight they so just total hypocrisy. They know this isn't going to solve climate change. They're just using climate change as an excuse to solve the real problem, which is a powerful and independent Europe. They have to shut it down, collapse it with the immigration and the fake climate change agenda in order to bring about the recreation of Europe. Destroy it first, rebuild it in a way that is more in line with their vision of the world, which is a global neo-feudal slave caste system where the bankers sit on top. Ironically, on the same day that they're announcing this, we have this story from TimCast. NASA data shows volcanic eruption, not man-made climate change, likely cause of record heat wave. Summer 2023 has been warmer than in previous years with record high temperatures seen in some cities throughout the U.S. Left of center public officials along with corporate media outlets and pundits have used the heat wave to breathlessly push the narrative that climate change is to blame. U.N. Secretary General Gutierrez recently reworked a common trope among those who allege human activity is driving climate change, stating the global the era of global warming has ended and the era of global boiling has arrived. Yet 
As climate hawks and environmental activists continue to advance the unproven theory that man-made activity and carbon emissions are fueling the surge in temperatures, new analysis suggests that our hotter-than-usual summer may be attributed to volcanic activity. It turns out there's a, letter of wa- a level of water vapor in the atmosphere that's dramatically increased over the last, <coughs> excuse me, last year and a half, and water vapor is well-recognized as a greenhouse gas whose heightened presence leads to high, higher temperatures, a mechanism that dwarfs any effect CO2 may have. This, according to Thomas Lifson, founder of American Theory, Thinker. He wrote that in a July 31st op-ed. So why is atmospheric water vapor increased so dramatically? Because of a historic, gigantic volcanic eruption last year that I, probably along with you, had never heard of. The mass media ignored it because it took place 490 feet underwater in the South Pacific. According to NASA, when the Hunga Tonga Hunga Hapai no volcano erupted last year, good lord, uh, Along with it producing a sonic boom that circled the globe twice and a tsunami, it, quote, blasted an enormous plume of water vapor straight into Earth's stratosphere, enough to fill more than 58,000 Olympic-sized swimming pools. NASA cited this study, published in Geophysical Research Letters, showing that an estimated 146 teragrams— that's a trillion grams, so 146 trillion grams of water vapor sent into the atmosphere, which is equal to 10% of the water already present in that atmospheric later— other data published in the journal Nature estimate the rise in global stratospheric water mass following the volcanic event at 13% rather than 10. So that's likely what has caused uh, this heat wave. So what what are we going to do about that? What are we going to are we charging the volcano ESG premiums? Are we are we going to force the volcanoes to stop erupting? Are we going to start shooting water vapor into the atmosphere? in a completely backwards attempt to undo the problem that Earth has caused. Are we to blame for this? Or is this just the natural geological process and phenomena that has shaped our planet for millennia and that's not ending anytime soon? Is it all a scam? The answer is yes. With that, we go out to your phone calls. Keith in Florida in line one is called in about the light bulb conspiracy. That's uh, no more beautiful, soft, yellow uh, lights of, of our youth. It's now harsh, white LED lights to save the earth, Keith. How, how many light bulbs do you think we have to destroy to undo one volcanic eruption, Keith? Any idea? I guess all of them. All of them. Uh, get rid of all of them. The it's, a yeah. good, it's a good start. Yeah. Thanks for calling in, Keith. Yeah, uh, so it's a documentary on YouTube. It's really cool. You got to check it out. Um, it's basically it goes over planned obsolescence. Yeah. And it starts off with explaining how there's a incandescent light bulb that's over a hundred years old that's been uh, continuously illuminated. I think it's in San Francisco in a firehouse. Right. And it goes from there, and then uh, talks about you know just planned obsolescence in general, you know, how it gets into washing machines and cars, and it's like everything now. But yeah. it really starts with the light bulb. Yeah, planned planned obsolescence. Because um, I mean, it's it's kind of obvious actually when you think about it. Why would a light bulb go out? Why do light bulbs' lifespan end? Like all it is is heating up a metal so it's so hot it glows, and it glows like that for uh, you know six months and then it just breaks. Like it's not necessary. You, you just have to change the like metal alloy mixture to one that doesn't break after six months and it could glow forever as some do because back a hundred years ago they weren't thinking about how do we you know make the most money out of this it was just like let's create 
light bulbs that, that burn. But bring up that headline again. What did that just say? Biden admin begins enforcing nationwide light bulb ban, igniting backlash from GOP liberal fantasies. Okay. I, I thought it was saying something else because usually what happens is they go, we're going to outlaw light bulbs. And conservatives go, these people are going to outlaw light bulbs. And then liberals go, outlawing light bulbs? What a crazy conspiracy theory. Anyway, they are outlawed, though, now. We did pass the law, and they are outlawed. <laughs> it's like, okay. All right. They're doing it with gas yeah, stoves. And that's a good thing. And it's a very oh, – cool, of course. It's First, it's a crazy conspiracy theory that's total nonsense, and then it's actually real and a good thing, and it's a crazy conspiracy to to uh, oppose it. Total yeah. nonsense. Yeah. And then you can get into you know the negative effects of fluorescent bulbs and LEDs and what they can do with LEDs and you know all that stuff. I mean that spirals into a lot, but uh, it, it really does. comes down to plan obsolescence. And especially the point, too, is that if they're so concerned about environmental – you know, concerns, then why would they want a, to create a bunch of products that break and get thrown away right away? Yeah. And, and of course that goes into the other, like to me, it, it lends directly into the like rental economy that we're dealing with now. Like basically what they're getting rid of is people being able to buy things that are permanent, right? Buying land, owning your house. That's the thing of the past. Owning your car is becoming more and more difficult. Owning a phone now. They don't even want you to own your own phone. They want you to rent the phone. So it's a constant, uh, you know, debt that you're having to pay. Instead of just buying something once, everything's a subscription service. I mean, to me, there are a lot of similarities between that and planned obsolescence, where you don't own anything permanently. You own it temporarily with the permission of the banks who are giving you the debt that you have to rely on because nobody has savings anymore. None of this is necessary. All of this is a giant scam. The big scam. The big world-ending scam. We'll cover more on the other side. More of your phone calls. Stay with us. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers... They really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when you look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. And that's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com. And you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now.